with Scott. You are now in the mix of Sports Talk with Scott. Here he is, the great Scott. How's it going, everybody? How's it going? I thank you for downloading and subscribing Sports Talk with Scott. I am your host, the great Scott. It is the month of October, and ladies and gentlemen, this is the best month for sports. The NHL has started. NBA is around the corner. MLB playoffs are here, and the NFL is in week five. I tell you what, I am excited. I am excited for today's episode. I am excited for the sports world in general. You got college football still going. It is unbelievable. This is the month of sports, and that's why I'm delivering on this Sports Talk with Scott show right now. (laughs) So I can't wait to dig into some sports talk. But also, if you ladies and gentlemen do not know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so here at Sports Talk with Scott, the team, we want to do something special. So every episode for the month of October, each listener... We're going to donate a dollar for each person that listens to one episode of Sports Talk with Scott at the end of each week. We'll donate to a different foundation, you know, the Susan G. Coleman, the Finding a Cure, the Jimmy V. So tell a friend, tell your family, just all you have to do is listen to one episode of Sports Talk with Scott and we'll donate one dollar for each person that listens. Hell, if one person can listen to three different episodes, that'll be three dollars right there for you. So ladies and gentlemen, tell your family, tell your friends, listen to Sports Talk with Scott. Let's find a cure. Let's beat this awful disease. But without further ado, let's dig into some sports talk. The NHL world. I NHL is back. And I, I love the NHL. They're back playing fast. They're back hidden. The Tampa Bay Lightning came out and, and won 5-2. to two. They look like they just haven't skipped a beat. The only thing I worry, this is a team that had the best record in the NHL last year. This is a team that people said, oh, they're going to win. They're going to win the Stanley Cup. But they lose in the first round to one of the biggest upsets ever in the NHL. So I, 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 I like the Lightning. I like the Lightning a lot. I can't wait to see what they look like throughout the season. But, you know, the Capitals look good. The Blackhawks lost, unfortunately. They they have some work to do, but the Bruins look good. It's a lot of these teams. The Flyers, who beat, who beat the Blackhawks, they actually look pretty good. So it's a lot of teams that look good. I'm happy to see hockey back. Transition to the MLB. The MLB is in playoffs. And I got to say, it started off great with the Rays beating the A's in the wild card and the Nationals beating the Brewers in the wild card. That's what I love about the MLB playoffs. The wild card spot only has one game. You only have one game to get there. And so if you make it to the wild card, you you have to win one more game to get to to actually get into the playoffs. And so that game, the Brewers and the Nationals, that was actually good. But the Nationals, they just tied the series up last night against the Dodgers. And here is what I meant by the Dodgers when I said early on in Season 1, I want to see the Dodgers in the playoffs. Clayton Kershaw had a 4.50 ERA yesterday. He allowed 10 hits. This guy, it's something about the playoffs. The playoffs are like the kryptonite to Clayton Kershaw. I tell you, because this guy just doesn't, he just doesn't come through. He's not clutch in the playoffs. But... I don't know, but the Nationals, I like what they did yesterday. I like them starting Steven Strasburg and letting him go, and he was dominant. He was just so dominant. But then you bring Max Scherzer in, and the later in is to close it out, and he was dominant. So that Strasburg and Scherzer combination that they're working with, it looks pretty damn good, and I'm happy to see it. I like that. And so the Nationals, if they keep playing like this, they're going to beat the Dodgers in the first damn round, and which would be sad given that the Dodgers had a the season that they had pitching-wise and you know hitting-wise, but it'll be sad. The Yankees. 
The Yankees are a team that have to score 10 runs a game. They truly do because their pitching is not there. You know, CeCe Sabathia is not even on the roster for this for this divisional round, but he is. I mean, he's on the team, but he's just not on the divisional round. They're probably saving him for the later rounds. But I got to say, the Yankees are a team. They scored 10 runs yesterday, beat, beat the Twins 10-4. to 4. Hey, their whole idea, their whole motto is, hey, you can outpitch us, but we're going to outhit you. That's something I can't, you know, the Yankees are interested in the team to see. I want to see the I want to see the Yankees and the Astros because th- that'll be a very exciting you know matchup. Given that the Astros have one of the most dominant pitching teams out there, and the Yankees have one of the best hitting teams out there, it looks like the Houston Astros are going to run away with Tampa. I, I just don't see Tampa beating this team. Justin Verlander's having lights out. Uh, you know, Garrett Cole's having lights out season. They still got Zach Greinke out there. So these guys are built for the playoffs, and they are built to make that run. The Braves against the Cardinals. I like this matchup. They had a little problem the other night with the Cunha not running as hard, but he made up for it yesterday in a big way with the Braves winning 3-0. to zero. So that's interesting to see. And I can't. I, I just want to keep seeing where this playoff goes. It's a very interesting matchups, very interesting lineups, and so I'm excited to see the MLB. It's October. It's MLB playoffs, baby. So let's get it. NFL transition to the NFL. Boy, there was some NFL news that was just devastating for me. The NFL suspended Vontez Burfecht for the whole season, the whole damn season. This is a guy I will fight for. This is a guy I truly like. This guy does nothing but come out and work hard. He does nothing but come out and and sticks up for his team. And he had a helmet to helmet. They're trying to say he had they he's had several helmet to helmets over the last few years. In my opinion, the NFL has become too soft. It has become too damn soft where guys like Vontez Perfect, who are tough ass guys, cannot play in this league. You got divas like Odell Beckham Jr. and crazy ass Antonio Brown who survive in this league, but tough, strong guys like Vontez Perfect get suspended for a whole year for a helmet to helmet hit. I'm sorry. I give him the benefit of a doubt that his momentum couldn't have, you know, he couldn't slow down with his momentum going. And so for the NFL to suspend him for a whole year, I, I, this is just terrible, NFL. I, I do not like it. I am not a big fan of it. And, and I'm kind of pissed about it, to be honest with you. And it just hurts for the Raiders. The Raiders were trying, they're trying so much. They're just, they just can't catch a break. The whole Antonio Brown situation, the whole, you know, Tyrell Williams, he's injured. He's the number one wide receiver, but he's injured all the time. Josh Jacobs, he hasn't been what they really thought. You know, they're losing, they lose Abrams, their first round pick for the whole rest, of, for the rest of the season. So they just cannot catch a break. And it's so unfortunate for them. But, you know, the show must go on. The show, <laughs> the show must go on and put it like that. So the Raiders have to find a way to win, and they have to do it without Vontez Perfect. Clay Matthews. This guy, this is another guy. He's just catching a bad rep. Clay Matthews has a broken jaw. And it's unfortunate because Clay Matthews seems to be the poster child for roughing the passer. <laughs> it seems like every year this guy gets five roughing the passer calls when they're just clean hits. And so, guy, like, this is another guy like Vontez Burfett. Clay Matthews, he just can't catch a break. And the NFL is protecting these quarterbacks, so it doesn't do nothing for great linebackers like Clay Matthews. But it's unfortunate to see him with the broken jaw. That Rams defense looks good. Maybe not over the last two weeks since they've been taking ass whoopings, but that Rams defense is good and it looks good. They Darnold's not 100% and Clay Matthews losing Clay Matthews now. And Marcus Peters is stretched. He is just fucking trash. But I'll jump into that when we talk about NFL. But Jalen Ramsey, I want to talk about this guy. Jalen Ramsey, a few weeks ago, he requested a trade from the Jaguars. And 
He hasn't played yet, but he, his reason for it is he had the birth of his child. He had back issues. He's had all these issues, but he's not playing. He has requested a trade. This Jaguars, just just trade him. Just trade him. You got offered two first-round picks. There are some good corners coming up. Draft one of those guys, but just trade him. This is becoming too much of a scene for you guys. It's becoming such a big distraction for you guys. Your defense is... You, you can do better. You guys can do better. Minshew is playing at a high level. So just trade Jalen Ramsey. Get your first-round picks. Hell, even try to get another player in there. But I don't see this going anywhere good for the Jaguars or for Jalen Ramsey. And I want to see Jalen Ramsey play. He's a very good corner. So I want to see this guy, you know, play. Stephon Diggs, this is a hilarious story. So Kirk Cousins, if anybody's a, a – if anybody is a Minnesota Vikings fan, you know the story about Kirk Cousins not looking that good. You know all the you know he's not throwing the ball well. Well, he went on he went on his podcast and publicly apologized to Adam Thielen, who I mean you know Adam Thielen was frustrated and and right he should be. Stephon Diggs on the other hand secretly requested a trade. He said he didn't, but he didn't show up to practice on Wednesday. He said he was sick. These guys for an eighty four million dollar man. Kirk Cousins is not showing up like he has to. And I'll talk more about this when I break the 1 p.m. games down shortly. But it's just funny to hear like a guy like Stephon Diggs, who's very humble, he's very quiet, and now he's in the news for something like this. It's just unfortunate for him. But, uh, yeah, so but I'll talk more about that coming up. DFS, let's transition to some DFS. NFL Week 5 kicks off tomorrow. And, man, I got to tell you, there are some good games. But this is the week that you may not have – you may not have the, that one game that just goes off for you, but this this week, week five, is going to be some good games, some good matchups. I'm going to break the 1 p.m. slates down only. You can look on the website, sportstalkwithscott.com, to catch on. It's only two 4 p.m. games, so I'll have those on the website for you. But I'm going to break down the 1 p.m. I'm going to give you my DFS suggestions, the over-under, and see, and see what you can get out of that. But the game one, 1 p.m., the New York Jets and the Philadelphia Eagles. This game is all about Philadelphia. Reason being, I, I just don't see the Jets slowing them down. Sam Darnold's not playing. The Philadelphia Eagles came out last week and beat the. They didn't beat the dog shit out of the Packers, but they did have. A, they did make it a valuable game, a, a very good game. So I do look for Carson Wentz to come out and get that run game going, get that passing game going. Hell, Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders ran for like a hundred yards apiece last week against the Packers, and so I look for them to do the same this week against the Jets. I do like Le'Veon Bell, ladies and gentlemen. Le'Veon Bell is going to be a workhorse. He is going to be nice. I think he's going to be used in that passing game. I think he's going to be used in the running game a lot. And I think coming off a of bye week, he can be strong. He can be strong. So I do think that Le'Veon Bell will be the guy. In regards to picking anybody off the Jets, Le'Veon Bell would be the only guy I would pick. If not, I would not pick anybody else. I do like Alshon Jeffrey and Zach Ertz this week, along with Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is going to be a high-owned guy. The over-under on that is 44, with the Eagles winning by 14.5, as they say. So that's, that'll be a game to look out for. The New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucs will be at the Saints. This is a game that I think a lot of people will be high on. 
I think this is the game for Teddy Bridgewater to come out here and show it out. Just show out. The Buccaneers rank damn near dead last in the passing defense. They're they're in the bottom five. So this is a good game where Teddy Bridgewater can get that deep ball going. I do like a lot of Michael Thomas. I do like a lot of Alvin Kamara. I do if Chris Godwin is 100%, which I suppose because last week he wasn't 100%. He went all, all he did was catch three touchdowns. So, I mean, Jameis Winston throws 35, 40 times a game. Jameis Winston can It'd be a nice stack with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin again. And then, you know, you can find somebody like a Michael Thomas in there that you that can help you guys out. But I do like this game. I like all the players from this game. I would only fade the Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back situation. I don't think that, you know, Peyton Barber or Ronald Jones is going to be the savior. And they're in the Superdome. You know, the Saints seem to turn it up a notch every time they're in the Superdome. So I look forward for that. Teddy Bridgewater, I just want to see a lot of Teddy. I want to see Teddy throwing. I want to see the Teddy, the old Teddy from the Minnesota Vikings, Teddy. And I think in this game, you get that. Like I said, they're playing in the Superdome, and I think this is a good chance for him to get that home crowd behind him and get him going. The over-under on that, 46 with New Orleans winning by three. Jacksonville at Carolina. I am impressed. I, I got to say that just starting starting this one off. I am impressed. I am so far impressed with Kyle Allen and this Panthers, this Panthers team. Cam Newton who? Yeah, Killer Cam who? They forgot all about Cam Newton now there in Carolina because Kyle Allen has come out and he has won two straight games. Christian McCaffrey, he is doing his thing in the run game and in the passing game. It seems like without Cam Newton, it's opened the door for Christian McCaffrey. Curtis Samuel, he's looking like the Curtis Samuel in training camp. Greg Olson's having a year. So Kyle Allen is finding all these pieces that is he's getting the win. And Jacksonville, this these are two good teams. Minshew's come up. It's Minshew mania. Uncle Rico, if you <laughs> if you guys ever seen Napoleon Dynamite, they call Minshew, you know, Uncle Rico with the headband and the mustache. And this guy's coming out. He's opened the door for Fournette. He's opened the door for DJ Chark. He's opened the door for uh, D.D. Westbrook. And so the, I am very surprised by these two quarterbacks right here. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is a sleeper game right here. This is a game where this, this can be a high-scoring game. You got a guy like Kyle Allen who has been putting up points. You got a guy like Minshew, all he's done is throw two touchdowns in each of the last two games. So I'm excited to see these guys go at it. I'm surprised, like, you know, the over-under on this is 40 with Carolina winning by three. This could be a 50-point game right here, you know, where each team tries to score 25 points. But I'm excited. I do like this game. I do think Kyle Allen will prevail. I do think, you know, Christian McCaffrey will have a good game. So that's just something to look forward to. But I do like that game. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Ooh, this is a nice rivalry. Boy, I wish Big Ben was playing, but he's not, unfortunately. And so I, I, I like Mason Rudolph coming off a nice win on Monday Night Football. I do like Mason Rudolph, but that defense has really stepped it up. And so Lamar Jackson, he's kind of nosedived down to reality ever since that Chiefs loss with him losing to the Cleveland Browns last week. But I got to say, he can still come out and do it. He can still come out and win. I do have Baltimore winning this one. I do have Lamar Jackson having a hell of a day. It seems like I play Lamar Jackson every week in FanDuel this year so far. But he hasn't disappointed. He's put up 25 points a game every week this year. So, I mean, he is worth the money. He is worth the price of emission. He is somewhat like a Patrick Mahomes. He's just, you know, a little cheaper than Patrick. But the over-under on that game... 
44 with Baltimore winning by three. I like that one. I like Baltimore. Chicago at Oakland. This game is actually not in Oakland. It's going to be played in London. I got Chicago just destroying Oakland. I don't have nobody. I'm not playing anybody from Oakland. I don't like anybody from Oakland. Khalil Mack, this will be the first time he's playing against the Raiders since they traded him. And I got to say, can you smell vengeance? Can you smell vengeance? Because this is going to be... I. Derek Carr might find himself on his back a lot uh, tomorrow. I tell you that much. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets hurt and he's out of the game because this is just a game that I don't expect him to do a lot to do a lot in. Mitch Trubisky isn't playing this one. I like Mitch not playing in this one. I think Chase Daniels can have a better game than Mitch. I tell you that much. So, I mean, he did. He was sitting behind Matt Nagy. He was in Matt Nagy's system in Kansas City as the backup behind Alex Smith for several years. So he knows the system well. I think he can do it. Like I said, the over-under on that is 40.5 with Chicago winning by 5. I got that a little higher, though. I think that Chicago's going to win like by 15. I think they're going to put up the points. Minnesota at the Giants. Like I said, this game, is it, Kirk Cousins has to come out and do his thing. If, if, if let my boy Dominic tell it from the White Sox, he, he he's a big Kirk Cousins fan. He has to come out and do it. He has to come out and win. I got to say, Minnesota, this is the game you see Kirk Cousins do it. I think he gets two touchdowns to Thielen, a touchdown to Stephon Diggs, and he lets Dalvin Cook get in on the action with a touchdown. They put up a bunch of points. The Daniel Jones saga ends with him losing to Minnesota, and it shows you he can't beat a good team. That defense does have to step up. Saquon is not playing. Golden Tate is back from suspension, so that might help Daniel Jones out. But I got to say, I think Minnesota does this. They win this one with all the turmoil with Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen going on. I think Kirk Cousins come out and shows why he's an $84 million quarterback. New England at Washington. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't even have to say nothing about this game. Colt McCoy starting. I'm just going to leave it at that. Colt McCoy starting. Everybody, if you're going to play anybody for the Patriots, just play the Patriots defense. They are worth the price of admission. $5,500, yeah, I think I'll pay for them in FanDuel for that price because this is a team that's just going nowhere. The the over-under on this game is 42.5 with New England winning by 15. (laughs) I got New England winning all the way in this game. I like Tom Brady in this game. I like Benjamin Watson. Big sleeper guy. He's I, they priced him pretty high, but he's a nice sleeper, you know, tight end. Tom Brady couldn't wait to have him back. I'm happy to have him back. So I got the Patriots winning this one. Like I said, the defense and Tom Brady. Buffalo at Tennessee. I like I like Buffalo. I like Buffalo. Over under on this one, 38.5. Tennessee by three. I like Buffalo. I think Josh Allen's playing. I think he's out of concussion protocol. If not, Matt Barkley came in and led this team. Devil Devin Singletary is still questionable. I don't, you know, I really got Buffalo winning this one. Their defense is just amazing. They were able to hold the Patriots to 16 points last week, and they barely beat, and they barely beat the Patriots. And so it's all dependent upon if Josh Allen can come out, put some points on the board. That's what they have to do. They have to put points on the board to beat these teams. Their defense is playing lights out, and I think they can stop Marcus Mariota. So I I really don't like a lot of people from this game. I will probably fade most of the people from this game. If not, I will fade this game. But just not a good game. This game I love for the 1 p.m. Atlanta at Houston. I feel like this is a game that everybody's going to be on. These are two high-powered throwing offenses with Deshaun Watson and Atlanta Falcons. Neither of these uh, pass defenses are that good. And so I can see a lot. I love the Matt the Matt Ryan, Julio Jones stack. I love the Deshaun Watson and Hopkins stack. There, There's a lot you can do in this game. The over-under on this game 
is 50 points with Houston winning by four. So that lets you know where Vegas has it at, but 50 points as the over-under. I just It's a lot of guys you can get in this game. I Let me tell you a sleeper I like. Will Fuller. I expect Will Fuller to come out and finally have a 20-point fantasy game this week tomorrow. And, I, my God, I hope so because I've been waiting for this kid to show up. I'm a huge Will Fuller fan, and there's no better time than tomorrow to go do it. So guess what? I One of my lineups, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and Will Fuller. You know what? And if I can, I might go back and get Julio Jones in that game I, just, to, just to do it. But I like that lineup. I love this game. It's a lot of weapons you can pick. Calvin Ridley, Austin Hooper, Devontae Freeman and the running backs in this game. I would probably fade. Carlos Hyde is not used as much. Duke Johnson Jr. may be a fade play, a sleeper play, I mean. I would definitely pick him up in a tournament with a lot of people in it because he's, he's just a sleeper pick. But the last game for the 1 p.m. slate, Arizona at Cincinnati. I do like this game. Over-under on this one, 47.5 with Cincinnati winning by three. I like this one. Both of these teams are 0-4 with with uh, with the Cardinals being 0-3-1 with the tie to the, with Detroit. These are two passing teams. This is another game you can stack. Arizona will be without Christian Kirk, and Cincinnati still will be without A.J. Green and John Ross. But the Red Rocket, he can come out and throw to Tyler Boyd. He can come out and throw to Tate. And I look for Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard will have a good game, especially being that John Ross is out. He will be used a lot in that passing game. So this is a very nice game. I think Kyler Murray is going to have a nice game. So for these 1 p.m. games, you it's a lot of quarterbacks you can get that are so much more cheaper. And it's a lot of wide receiver plays you can get that are cheaper. The running backs, I'm just giving you guys my my scotch thoughts by the running backs i would spend that money on wide receiver you can you know cheap out save that money for that i'm selling i'm telling you guys save that fifty five hundred dollars for that patriots defense if you have to spend five hundred dollars then drop down and get the bears defense but bears and patriots d is all i'm playing tomorrow cheap wide receivers and i'm going high on the running backs and i'm going to try to find one of those high throwing quarterbacks but that's my scotch dfs thoughts for the 1 p.m slate like i said you can check out the website sportstalkwithscott.com and you can look at all my scotch dfs notes and my value plays and my fade plays but unfortunately this concludes sports talk with scott for the week ladies and gentlemen you can check me out on Twitter at ST with Scott, or you can check me out on Instagram at Sports Talk with Scott. I'll have some lineups posted in the morning for you guys. Until next week, like I always say, have a safe week and a productive week. The great Scott is out. And why-